tired of chasing prospects? Stop the sales cycle insanity. Welcome to Be Your Own Loud, where we talk to guests who've rebelled against the traditional sales process to build an audience of adoring fans who do the advertising for them. In every episode, Proudmouth's very own Matt Halloran interviews guests and reverse engineers their success to help you accelerate your influence and break free from the torment of sales. Now, let's get to it. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Be Your Own Loud podcast. Uh, you know, we're going to have a couple of firsts here. Uh, we've never, uh, Proudmouth has never had a musician on. Uh, and so we're going to actually talk about Damien or talk to Damien a little bit about his music. But most importantly, the foundation of this show is to meet people who have given themselves permission to be unapologetically themselves, and then what that did for them both personally and professionally. Now, there's going to be some great links in our show notes that I'm going to want all of you guys to click on. There's a bunch of links that Damien is going to talk about. Please make sure you check him out on all social medias. Make sure that you check out his TED Talk because it's great. Uh, and we're also going to have links in there to make sure that you can hire him if you'd like him to come perform or speak for your organization. So Damien, welcome to the show, man. Man, thanks for having me, man. I'm looking forward to it. Well, when I was introduced to you, I was introduced to you by our mutual friend, uh, Kelly, and uh, and he said, there's something about this guy, Matt, that I, that I think that you're really going to like. And so I want to I want to kind of explore that because Kelly doesn't ever send us anybody who's not like super cool to talk to. Uh, so let's talk about your story. How did you kind of get to the Damien Horn that you are today? Well, it, it definitely is a crazy story, a, a long journey. Uh, to kind of summarize it, I, I was born and raised in Hickory, North Carolina. So that's where I'm originally from. Uh, I'm from a blended family of 12 children, was a big family, you know, raised by a single mother. And I, I kind of grew up in one of those kind of like, you know, almost hallmark stories you hear, you know, like you kind of start off in these kind of impoverished kind of neighborhoods and, you know, like not having a lot, you know, at a early age, I watched, you know, one of my older brothers die in the streets and, and then an, another one later would pass away. And then two of my younger brothers would go to prison for 10 plus years apiece. So this is kind of what I was seeing the environment I was growing up in. And I, you know, I kind of thought that was going to be, you know, what reality was going to be like for me. You know, I was like, well, maybe I'll die at an early age or end up incarcerated. But I, I believe I had a divine encounter with the uh, Salvation Army Boys and Girls Club. And it, it became like this kind of safe haven that gave me a, a place to get off the streets and kind of refocus what I was doing in life and what I was surrounded by. And it, man, it, it changed my life. You know, it gave me an opportunity to, first of all, you know, like one of the first things I always talk about three things that have been pivotal for me that I've discovered. First was my belief in faith in God. Second was a purpose and like what I'm supposed to be doing here. What am I here for? And the third was like opportunities to live that purpose out. And all of them kind of started right in, in that place. You know, that that Boys and Girls Club was connected to a Salvation Army church. And so I started attending there, learning more about my faith and what I believe in. And then I also found purpose because I, I always loved music and I always loved the effect it had on people. I was one of those kids who would kind of sit in the corner by itself and write poetry, which was not the coolest thing when I was growing up, but I would do it anyway. And uh, later those poems became songs. And now they're even songs that I sing to this day. And uh, so it gave me purpose and a kind of a direction. And then also it gave me opportunities to, to share that, you know, what I'm saying like I would play it, you know, uh, talent shows and steak and burger events for the Salvation Army Boys and Girls Club. And it, it just kind of built. And, and I just had this passion. It's like, and, and this excitement about continuing to do that. So that's what I did, man. I was the first one in my family to graduate from high school. And, and when I did that, I felt like I could take on the world. So, 
you know, being young, dumb, and naive, you know, I I I, I saved up about four hundred dollars and and took a one-way Greyhound bus ticket from North Carolina to Hollywood, California. Because when I was growing up, if you want to be famous, that's that's where you go, you know. Mm -hmm. And so when I got there, I, I learned really quickly that uh, four hundred dollars was not going to be enough to. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> to sustain me in Hollywood. So I would end up homeless there for the next couple of years. But uh, another life lesson that taught me so much about who I was as a person and, and how how life is and how to navigate that. And and then ultimately, after those two years, it brought me to Nashville, Tennessee. And I believe that was the pivotal moment where things literally turned around for me. Uh, and just, you know, I get to do what I do today, which is, you know, I public speak and I play music and create, you know, content that I hope and believe is encouraging and motivating and, and inspiring to others. It's such an interesting combination of of your really good ability. I mean, you're when you're on stage and you're speaking you're very magnetic. Like people are just drawn in. And part of that is because of how strong your message is. But it's interesting to pair that with music. You know, the, a lot of people who are uh, professional speakers are like kind of musicians on the side, you know, like they mm -hmm. ramble around with guitar or maybe they love karaoke. But you really put them both on the same stage and platform. And I think that's really interesting. I have to ask you, though, so first off, finding your purpose is something a lot of people never find in their life. So right. congratulations on having that epiphany. But how do you have that purpose make the impact that you're looking to make to change in whatever you want to change? I, I think you just start where you are. You start with the opportunities that are in front of you. You know, one of the things I, I say all the time is like once I kind of discovered it, I just looked for opportunities to share it, like and just to do it. You know, like, you know, to some like being in a, uh, you know, like a, a talent show is a small thing, but you got to start somewhere, you know, and then it, it, you know, I always say opportunities beget other opportunities. And, you know, and so when I, you know, I had an opportunity to sing at the steak and burger for the Salvation Army Boys and Girls Club, I'd get up and sing and I'd, I'd share my music. And then sometimes like, oh, I really like what you do. How about you come do that here? And it just kind of, you know, began this kind of breeding ground for more opportunities. And it's grown to, you know, I get to travel all over the world and do this kind of mm -hmm. thing, you know, and that doesn't necessarily happen overnight. But I think the best thing to do is, is to share it. I think, you know, if you have any kind of gift or ability or purpose, you it, you have to share it. You have to uh, um, share it with other people and allow people to uh, partake in it. There's a level of vulnerability there, Damien, and I want to address that with you because, you know, when you're on stage, <clears throat> when I've heard you singing or I've more seen you performing, yes, I've, I've heard some of the recordings that you have, but there's a level of confidence there. Is that something that's always been there for you? Uh, and if not, how do you muster up that level of show that you need to do to put on the show that you put on? Uh, that I mean, that's a good question. It, it can be tough because I, I didn't always have that level of confidence, you know, like, I, you know, I'm a middle child of that whole litter of children. So, you know, like, I was kind of, you know, the one who just kind of like, tried to glide by and, you know, you know, play the middle so to speak. And uh, so I, I didn't always start off the most confident, but I knew that I did have a passion and love for music. And so, you know, I took these kind of baby steps to do it. I remember the first time I ever sang in front of people, I felt like pins and needles from head to toe. And but something after it made me want to get back up and do it again. And I don't know, you know, I maybe and that's part of what the purpose and the destiny was. But uh, and then the more I did it, the easier it became. But being I think one of the main things is kind of what you're talking about. Uh, this 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 whole talk is about was when I was able to tap into 
exactly who I am and what I bring to the table. And when I was able to do that, then it became a whole lot more comfortable because I didn't feel like I was competing with like an Ed Sheeran or, you know, anybody else who had a guitar and was singing, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, oh, I have to do me to the best of my ability. And so when I figured out, okay, what exactly is me? Cause you know, as you're growing up, especially as a musician, you kind of look at other people you want to emulate and like, oh, I want to be like this. I want to do it like that. And literally somebody told me that in Nashville, when I was growing up, you could not tell me I wasn't going to be the next Brian McKnight, you know, like that. He was like my favorite singer and piano player and songwriter at the time. But when I opened my mouth and when I wrote, it didn't sound like Brian McKnight. And so I was like, you know, so it was always me struggling to get to that sound and to get to that space. And when I came to Nashville, uh, I was just kind of playing some music I had written and somebody heard that and it's like, who's that? And I was like, oh, that's me. I wrote that. And, that's, and, and they were like, that's what you should be doing. Like, do that. You know, and it wasn't necessarily the typical thing that I thought I should be doing or even what other might had thought I should be doing, but it was what naturally came out of me. And when I tapped into that, things really opened up, you know, and then, and, and also a confidence in like, Hey, nobody can do Damien Horn better than Damien Horn. So I just got to stay in my lane, you know? Well, there isn't another Damien Horn, right? I mean, that's the thing is when you allow yourself to be yourself, you have no competition because you are a category of one. I want to talk a little bit more about that process because a lot of people think that like you just wake up one day and you're like, Hey, I'm me. How, how many times did you wake up and realize I'm me, but that me is a little bit different of a me than it was a year ago when I had the same epiphany? A lot. I mean, that still happens to this day. I, I still feel like I'm evolving and, and learning more about me as I go, you know. And so I, I think, like you said, it's a process. I, and and I like to think it's a lifelong process. It's, you know, it's like, you know, always being a learner, you know, and always keeping a, uh, you know, a growth mindset where you can continue to grow and expand and, and try things. So that's kind of how I approach it. You know, like, I feel like I'm always discovering and, and some things I used to be into is not necessarily my thing anymore. And I've discovered new things. And so it's always a process of growth. And that's a cool thing. I, I feel like for artists, I know sometimes like in mainstream art, you know, you kind of get pigeonholed and like, this is what we expect from you. This is the sound. And then, and I, you can always tell, cause like usually that, you know, like somebody will have success on an album and then their sophomore album is like totally different. You're like, uh, who is this? It's them like stretching their wings. And, you know, like, I know that as an artist, cause it's just like, you, oh, you want to, you, now you're into something different and you want to evolve and grow. And so I think it's a, I think it's a lifelong process, you know, of constantly just learning and being influenced and, and growing. Let's talk about what you talk about in your speeches. So people hire you to come to events or virtual events, uh, and they pay you Mm -hmm. to to make this message clear, uh, because that's why people hire people like you, Damon. They want to know that you have a message that they think is going to resonate with their audience. Tell us what that message is and really what you're hoping that people get out of experiencing that Damien Horn experience. Well, in a nutshell, it's it's really encouragement, motivation and inspiration. You know, I feel like we I mean, always I feel like that's, you know, needed in this world and probably even more so now in these particular times. But I do that by way of purpose, you know, and I always talk about purpose and and the discovery of that and the opportunities of living out. And like you said before, you know, you know, there's a lot of people who go through their whole life and don't really even discover what their their purpose is. And so I, I really try to tell my journey. I do it from a, a standpoint is I explain my journey 
and how I discovered my purpose and I incorporate music. And a lot of times when you can watch somebody else's story, you kind of start getting these ideas and thoughts of your own. It's like, wait a minute, maybe this is the approach for me, or maybe this is something I should look at in my process and journey. Not that my journey is the same as everybody else, but you, there's always stuff you can learn from people's journeys and, and where they are. And so I, that's kind of what I do. I speak on purpose and I, and I always talk about uh, how to figure out who you are as a person. What is your why, why you get up every day. And, and then find, once you discover that, like, how do you find opportunities to live that out? Cause, cause I ultimately come back to like, I want to be living the good, good life. And the good, good life for me is when you live a life that is full of purpose, that is about others. And when it's, uh, you're able to share that and inspire and others to do the same thing. And so that's what I talk about. And, and it comes in different forms. You know, sometimes I gear it different based on, you know, the particular uh, demographic and, and the event, but that's my, my overall message. That's the sign of a great speaker, my friend, is when somebody says, okay, hey, you're going to be speaking to this group, uh, and then you can tailor your message to make sure that uh, it really, really resonates with them. Well, if you don't mind, uh, I want to do this first, uh, which is I would love for you to play a song that you generally use during your presentations or whatever you're feeling right now would be the song that our audience uh, would like to hear. And uh, I'm just going to have you uh, just take it away if you don't mind. Sure. Okay. This is this is kind of the one that I end with. This is a song. This song was um, called. It's called Shine. It was featured in a a film called Chloe and Theo. And uh, the premise of the song kind of came from. Um, there's a quote by Marianne Williamson that says, "Our deepest fear that is that we're not inadequate, but that we're powerful. And we all have this light and ability to shine." And so this is what this song is talking about: shining. And when I believe you say the word shine, it's like stepping into your purpose and illuminating and then you liberate other people to do the same so this is shine rain it's just one of those things some days you got it but hate oh oh, oh hate it's only here because Somebody taught it. See, how can we learn the lesson of love if we choose to hide in the dark? Shine so everybody can shine too. Yeah, open your heart and lead the way. You don't have to be afraid, it's in you. It's in you to rise high above your greatest fears, yeah. And with a little bit of light, you can make it brighter here. Oh, 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 oh. So everybody shine, shine on, shine on. Everybody shine, shine on, shine on. Everybody shine. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, 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 oh. Grace. See, we could use a little grace. Sisters and brothers, and it's a shame. Oh, what a shame when we do not give in to one another. 
see how can we learn the lesson of love if we just hide in the dark shine so everybody can shine too yeah Open your heart and lead the way You don't have to be afraid It's in you It's in you To rise High above your greatest fears yeah. And with a little bit of light You can make it brighter here Oh, 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 oh so everybody shine, shine on, shine on. 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 Everybody shine. Damn. That was so good, dude. Thank you so much for that. Well, let's let's break down that message. There's so much in that that I want to just see if we can just unpack a little bit. So, coming out of the darkness, you can be the the light, but by serving other people, do you think that it's easier to have that light when you have that other focus? I, I think so. I think so. I think we're designed as, as people to to connect and, and to be a part of others' lives, whether we recognize that or not. And it's something about when we do that, it, it it's energizing, you know what I'm saying? Even the most introvert person in the world, you know, we need connection, we long for connection, and it's kind of part of our makeup. So whenever we can, like, I believe when we can tie in what we do and what, we, what we're about in life to affect others, uh, I think it just illuminates that even brighter. One of the greatest things that I get to experience, and I think anybody gets to experience, is seeing somebody's joy. And that was just where yeah. you were at, dude. Yeah. I mean, it's just the smile on your face, the lift in your voice. Um, it's just so, it's like a gift. And so thank you for that. My my pleasure. Well, like this, this does the same for me. It feeds me, you know what I'm saying? So this is an opportunity for me to once again uh, live out my purpose, you know, like right now it's, it's like, and when you find, like, I feel like when people find that purpose and like, I know what mine is to the core. And when I get opportunities to do this, I'm living it out. And it's like a fish in water. It's a bird in flight. It's like what it is designed to do. It's the best spot. Like birds can walk, but they're best when they're in flight. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's just so, well, that's what it feels like. I think a lot of people seem to think that when they're going through life and trying to figure out their purpose, that they think the purpose is this humongous world changing thing. And if they don't feel that that's their purpose, then they're not really living their purpose. How do you feel about that? Well, I, I think that's, I think that's a great point because I, I felt that at one point in time, because I always feel like, well, I got to be like, you know, Martin Luther King Jr. I got to be mother Teresa. I have to do, you know, these things where you go down in history and those kind of things. But what, 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 I've been able to see in the process of doing this. And like my, my goal is always to broaden my reach, to broaden my platform. But when I get the opportunity to speak, you know, to people who lives I touch, like it is the world to them. And so when it's that intimate like that and you see that, it's like, okay, like what I do has purpose, it has meaning, like, and it, and it, it 
even if it's just one person, it meant the world to that one person. So you are changing the world and in the world of a person or two people or 10 people or a thousand or a million, however that, that may be. You know? I was watching a TikTok recently and a person was saying, um, your life purpose might not be the purpose for you today because today's purpose might lead you to that greater purpose. And, and having it be that kind of progressive process that where you are today in living that joy and living your you might be different than tomorrow. It might be scary, but, but that's really okay. Is that fair? I, I absolutely, you know, just being, like I said, being a person of faith, one of my favorite scriptures is Romans 8, 28 says, all things work to the good of those who love the Lord and called according to his purpose. And something I've seen in my life over and over again, I talk about, you know, how I watch older brothers pass away and younger brothers go to prison. I've seen so much death and destruction and all these things. I, I, you know, I dealt with physical abuse, all kinds of types of abuse growing up, all these kind of things that people look at and be like, man, this is horrific. This is horrific. But like now, as this thing has continued to play out, I see how all those things play into the person, into the things that I can do today. And so like, I believe all things work to the good. I, I do. I really, even the things at this moment, like, oh man, like, uh, I don't know how I'm going to pay my light bill. I don't know how I'm going to pay my rent. You know, like if we allow it and we, we, we soak it in and, and learn the lesson that's in it, like it can, you know, like, I like failure to me is like, it's, it's, I don't want to say it's fun because nobody really likes to fail, but like, it's exciting because I know on the other side of that, now my approach to it on the other side of them is like, oh, there's something that I'm going to learn or I'm going to grow from because of this particular failure. And I just look at like, I look like that uh, at everything in life. And and when you have that kind of perspective, you start to see those things. You know, I, I really believe we we see what we what we look for. And, you know, and I just choose to look for the good in all those situations, you know. Failure is just really another opportunity to learn something that you didn't learn before you failed. Oh, absolutely. Right? Uh, absolutely. It hurts like heck and yeah, it stings yeah, and you know, yeah. whatever. But um, okay, I'm gonna ask you my favorite question that, okay. that I ask during the show, which is what should I have asked you that I didn't? Um, well, I mean, I, I feel like for me, what I feel like you're asking all the right questions. I just like to reiterate the fact. I, one of the things I want to reiterate is like, I know a lot of people feel like, you know, like some, I, I do believe that there's a disposition to certain people. Like, I feel like I'm naturally just a happy guy. Like, mm -hmm. I feel like that's just naturally who I am. Some people might not necessarily feel that that is the person they are, but I, 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 I want to keep pushing the idea, the thought and the belief that you can change and you can dictate that, you know, it doesn't matter if you have always been that way. You know, if you've always felt well, like I've always felt kind of the rain cloud over my head. And it doesn't mean that that's not true and it's not valid. But if you want to change that, I believe you can change that. I believe, and, it, and it doesn't mean it's easy. You know, it might be easier work for some a, a person like me, but at the same time, it can be done. And if you really want that in your life, you can have it, you know, and, and some people just feel like, well, I'm not like the positive bubbly person. That's just not who I am. I was like, okay, it might not be who you are, but if you want that, you can have it. So I, I just want to put that out there. I want people to know like, Hey, what you want, you can have it. You can go after, you can change that, you know? And that's just part of the, like I said, the growth mindset that I believe we all can have if we, if we allow ourselves to. 
I think one of the greatest gifts that you can give yourself is is in order to have any change really happen, you have to become okay with where you're at right now. Yeah. It's just like any sort of goal that you have. If you don't know where you're at, you have no idea how to get to where you need to go because you don't have that starting line. Um, all right. So Damien, I'm sure that there's going to be people here who want to reach out to you. We're going to put all of your links in the social channels, but who should reach out? How can we support you? Uh, you know, do you have anything, uh, out right now that, that like albums or anything that people can buy? Give us a, some, some ways that we can engage with you. There's a lot of ways. Uh, I have a lot of music out and a lot of my music is, uh, you know, my music is, is based on positivity. I want to put good vibes. I'm always about the good message and good vibes. So that's what my music is surrounded. If you want to feel good, Feel good music is what I do. And then also this, you know, 2020 happened. So as a musician, you know, I, I get the call in March, uh, 47 shows are canceled for the rest of the year. So then it's like, uh, what do you do now? So uh, I always have a passion for helping people. You know, I, I get opportunities to talk to friends and family and stuff. And uh, and I, I ended up developing uh, an, a fully digital online uh, life coaching course that just kind of talks once again about my story, techniques and things that I've learned along the way that helped me get from, you know, this this place where I started that I talked about to now where, you know, I live, I feel like in abundance and, and can do and uh, live out my purpose. And so I, I created an online course called the Good Good Life Coaching Course 101, which is, you know, you can find that on my, my site and most of everything you can find is through DamianHorn.com. And all my socials are under my name, Damien Horn, my Facebook, Instagram, easy branding. If you know my name, you can find me, you know. And that's why it works so well, right? Uh, yeah. You 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 grabbed all of that early, I'm hoping, yeah. uh, why people can find you everywhere. Well, everybody, I really wanted Damien on for a couple of reasons. Number one, if you guys haven't noticed, I'm a ridiculously positive and happy person. I love hanging out with people like that. And I felt that immediately when I was introduced to Damien. His mu the music, I, I just love happy music. I mean, it's so important when, for me, when I get done listening to something, you know, there's something that I'm looking for and I I'm the kind of person who's looking to have my batteries recharged, and I definitely think that Damien's music can help you with that. But most importantly, honestly, if you are a person who has a conference coming up, if you are, you know, a, you're a marketing person for an organization, or you're looking to do something just a little bit different that is going to be highly impactful and also something that is going to be really engaging to your audience, Damien does a bunch of stuff virtually. He also, you know, the kind of world is opening up again. Uh, so, you know, hopefully we're going to be able to see each other, you know, out on the road. Uh, because that again is starting to happen again. But now, are you playing anywhere in 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 Nashville? Is there any place there that people can kind of maybe just walk in and check you out? Yeah, uh, uh, I play usually every other weekend at uh, a a club off Printer's Alley called Snitch, and I play there from time to time. But if you go on my site, it'll, it'll tell you all you know every everywhere I'm playing at all times. But I, I play there periodically here in Nashville, and then some on the road as well. So. Uh, on my site, DamienHorn.com, it'll, it'll show you when I'm playing and what I'll be doing, whether it's speaking or whether it's, you know, you know, playing music. Okay, everybody, this is your opportunity to, to hearken to this Be Your Own Loud message. If you allow yourself to, one, accept who you are and then figure out where you want to go, you have no competition because nobody is you. Oscar Wilde said, you might as well be yourself because everybody else is taken. Damien is a perfect shining example of being able to be 
cool with who you are and then then build upon that. But that's the foundation where you have to be. Part of that could be ugly. It could be mean. It could be painful. Uh, it could be sad. It could be happy. But all of those things are part of who you are as a human. And once you accept that, you don't have to like it, but when you accept that, then you can build whatever foundation you want. So we're going to make sure that we have all of those links in the show notes. If you want to learn a little bit more how you can be yourself during podcasting, please go to the Pod Rocket Academy. Uh, very quickly, all you have to do is go to Pod Rocket uh, proudmouth forward slash academy you can join that for free this will give you the opportunity to uh, find out how you can start your own podcast create your own great content and get your voice out in the marketplace damien does it with great speeches great content great music maybe that's not your gig maybe you want to do it through video you want to do it through audio or just through social media the pod rocket academy can give you a hand so for damien and all of us here at proudmouth thanks for joining us and we'll see you on the other side of the mic very soon Thank you for listening to Be Your Own Loud, where we reverse engineer success to help you accelerate your influence and break free from the torment of sales. If you haven't done so already, subscribe to our podcast, share it with others in your company or profession, and follow us on social media. This podcast is brought to you by Proudmouth, the influence accelerators. Visit us at proudmouth.com and join our Influence Accelerator Academy for free to enhance your marketing mindset and know-how.